Hello, and welcome to the very first podcast of um, my growth, because honestly, that's where this is coming from. My name is Rhonda McClellan, and I have been an entrepreneur for 18 no, excuse me, for 23 years since I was 18 years old. And I have read lots of books. I've heard lots of other podcasts. Um, I listen to, I have been a child of God for many years. Um, I'm not even sure what age, I can't remember what age I was that I gave my life to Christ, but I've been a child of God. And even though I've strayed from my walk with Christ and came back and then strayed and came back, um, I truly love Jesus and I listen to lots of sermons from lots of different pastors and so um, a lot of what I'm going to share today is just a, uh, and a lot of what I share in general is just a, a complimentation, excuse me, of all of, um, from a lot of different sources. Um, I've recently though been on a 40-day challenge um, from a, um, gentleman named Rick Warren, Pastor Rick Warren and his book, The Purpose Driven Life. And it's a 40 day challenge to find the purpose of your life. And, um, in my business, I have been challenging others to find their why, find their purpose as to why they want to build the business that they're building. And so if you're listening to this, what I am encouraging you today is, even in, if it's not just business, if it's life in general, why, what is your purpose? And so that's where I come from a lot is, um, is just a different areas in, in, in what I've learned and what I've put together. And I just like to encourage everyone. And so I have taken it, um, to these podcasts so that I can reach a, a larger population. So the first thing that I want to ask you is why do you know why do you know your purpose for being on this earth for living your life? Why is it that you're a mother? Why is it that you're in business? What is the purpose of being an adult? What is the purpose of being a single person? What is the purpose of being a married person? Why are you at the point that you're at in your life, regardless of what it looks like? And where do you want to go? So find your why, because that is what's going to lead you to success, or that is what's going to lead you to where you want to go. What is your driving force? What is your reason that you want to go where you want to go. But you need to know where you want to go first. So find your why. But let's talk about the driving force. Everyone's life is driven by something. Pastor Rick Warren lays out five things that everyone's life is driven by or has been driven by. Number one is guilt. You've been manipulated by memories. You've let your past control your future. Number two, resentment and anger, holding a grudge instead of forgiving and forgetting. 
A person can continue to rehearse the hurt that they've experienced over and over in their mind and they don't let it go. They hold on to that. And so that is their driving force, resentment and anger. Number three, fear. Traumatic experience, unrealistic expectations. Maybe you've been in a highly controlled environment. Maybe you fear missing opportunities. And so you avoid taking risks. Um, or maybe you take too high of a risk because you fear missing an opportunity. Um, maybe you fear the status quo. Maybe you don't like change. You fear change. Number four, um, materialism. Want of things can consume a person. How to get those things or how to get money can consume you. However, once you get those things, once you get money, that can consume you as to how to keep them. So materialism can be driving a person's life as well. And number five, need for approval. People pleasing is huge. Um, I know that my children like to please me as adults. We like to please our boss if you have a boss um, or maybe your husband. But um, children definitely like to try to please their parents. And so we kind of learn that from infancy is to um, please people. And so a need for approval. Those who follow the crowd often, though, get lost in the crowd. So trying to please everyone else actually only leads to you failing yourself. So make sure that the only people that you are trying to please is yourself and God. Now, what if, though, you were driven by a purpose instead of being driven by one of these five things above? What if you were driven by a purpose? Especially if you're trying to get to a place in life, if you're trying to better yourself, if you're trying to build a business, if you're trying to get to success, you need to be driven by a purpose. So purpose, actually, number one, gives meaning to your life. Every day, people are trying to discover the meaning of life, whether it's through philosophy, through psychics, through astrology, through horoscope, through counseling, through the Bible, um, through mentorship. Everyone is trying to discover um, a meaning in life. In the book, um, Purpose Driven Life, Rick writes that there was a 20-year-old man who actually wrote this. I feel like a failure because I'm struggling to become something and I don't even know what something is. All I know how to do is just get by. Someday, if I discover my purpose, I'll feel as though I'm beginning to live. He was 20 years old. That is so sad to me. The man should have already been living. Now, I have made it as a um, mother, I have made it a um, goal to help my children discover their purpose so that they are not 20 something and struggling just to get by and struggling to still discover their purpose. Now, I've not always been successful. Um, however, um, it is something that I strive to do. I want my children to understand, and that's another reason that I am doing these podcasts, because I want you to understand that there is meaning in your life. 
You were not here by accident because God doesn't make accident or make mistakes. And so you're not here by accident. There is a meaning and there is a purpose for your life. And my challenge to you, and I would love to help you discover it if you've not yet discovered it, is that there is a purpose and there is a meaning for your life. But what is that? Number two, the benefit of being driven by a purpose is that knowing your purpose actually simplifies your life. When you know your purpose, you'll want to focus on it. And your purpose will become the standard you use to evaluate the activities that are essential and those that are not essential. Does this activity help me to fulfill one of God's purposes for my life? Is what you will start to ask yourself. So simplify your life and know your purpose. People who don't know their purpose try to do too much. I have been guilty of that myself. Whenever I thought that my purpose was to educate my children, um, I actually discovered that in trying to educate them, I was filling our lives with things um, from Girl Scouts to 4-H to rodeo to um, just uh, Sunday school even um, can be, uh, I mean, you know, it was just too much, too much. And we were always on the go and we didn't have time to actually be together as a family and enjoy each other. Whenever I began to simplify life for us, we began to enjoy each other more because it is impossible to do everything that people want you to do. If you can't get everything done, it means you're trying to do more than God intended for you to do. What I actually like that Rick, that Pastor Rick says is, or you're watching too much television. And if you know me and know how I grew up, you know that um, television is not something that is important in my life. Television actually irritates me. Now, there are times where I will sit down and I will binge watch something. Of course, yes, I do do that. But I do not make it a habit to sit and watch TV even for an hour every single day. I just don't. That's just not who I am. I find that I like to be working toward my purpose in life instead of sitting in front of the TV. Number three, knowing your purpose focuses your life. It concentrates your effort and energy on what's important. You become effective by being selective. Again, that kind of goes back to number two. Whenever you're simplifying your life and you're selecting just those activities that are um, meaningful and will get you to where you're trying to go in life and help you to fulfill your purpose, you're being selective. And so you're going to become more effective in your purpose by being selective. Many people, though, are like gyroscopes, as Pastor Rick says, spinning around at a frantic pace, but never going anywhere, just spinning out of control sometimes. Is that you? Have you spun out of control? Do you need to refocus your life back to your purpose? If you want your life to have impact, focus it. Never confuse activity, though, with productivity. You can be actively doing something, but actively doing it wrong. 
and not being productive, as one of my favorite mentors tells me all the time. So you can be busy without a purpose, but what's the point in just being busy if it doesn't get you to where you're trying to go in life or if it doesn't fulfill your purpose? So again, I'm going to say, if you want your life to have impact, focus it. And number four, knowing your purpose motivates your life. Purpose equals passion. If you are not passionate about something, and this is what I've learned the hard way in my life, is that if I am not passionate about something, then it probably is not something I'm going to be motivated to do. And it probably is not something that I should be doing. I should eliminate it and simplify life. Passion dissipates when you lack a purpose. Just getting out of bed becomes a major chore. Have you ever been there? I have. It is usually meaningless work, not overwork, that wears us down, zaps our strength, and robs our joy. And I feel like that is so important that I'm going to say that again. It is usually meaningless work, not overwork, that wears us down, zaps our strength, and robs our joy. So if you feel tired and you're tired of being sick and tired, I want you to challenge yourself to really dig deep and really look and see, are you doing meaningless work? Work that does not get you to where you're trying to go in life. Work that is not helping you fulfill your purpose. Number five, knowing your purpose prepares you for eternity. Many people spend their lives trying to create a legacy that will last here on this earth. Yet what ultimately matters most will not be what others say about your life when it is over, but what God says about your life when you stand before him. Now, it doesn't, a lot of you hearing this may not believe in God, and that's okay. I get that. Everybody has to believe in something, though. So you know, though, that there is eternity. And what I tell you, if you don't believe in God, is whatever your purpose is in life, whatever you're doing, be prepared to do that for eternity. Because you will. But don't be trying to create something that is just going to get lost after generations to come. Whenever we stand before God, though, he's going to ask us two questions. And number one, he's going to ask us, what did you do with my son, Jesus Christ? And so um, right now I want to share for a moment what I do with his son, Jesus Christ. And that is, is I love him and I do share him. And so if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, or you've never heard about Jesus... Um, I just want to briefly tell you that Jesus loves you and that Jesus died for you. He um, knew you before you were even created. And he and, and his father, um, God, they actually did write down a purpose for your life. 
And so number two, they're going to ask you, what did you do with what they gave you? And that is they gave you your life. Jesus died so that your sins could be covered and atoned for and that you wouldn't have to spend eternity in hell. But whenever you were here on this earth, what did you do with that life that he gave to you? He gave, they, God gave you gifts. God gave you talents. God gave you opportunities. He even at times gave you energy. Maybe you don't feel energized anymore. And if you don't feel energized anymore, again, I ask you, are you simplifying your life? Are you living your purpose or are you trying to do too much? God gave you relationships and he gave you resources. But what did you do with it all? Did you spend all this stuff on yourself, this time on yourself? Or did you use your gifts, your talents, your opportunities, your energy, your relationships, your resources, your life? Did you use them for your God-given purpose? So own your life. It is up to you to figure out what your purpose is. It is up to you to get to where you want to go. To be a success or to be a failure is your choice. But if you want to be successful and you want to fulfill your God-given purpose in life, then be coachable. Allow others to show you what has worked for them as I'm trying to do with you now. Be encouraged. Stay plugged in. Plugged into podcasts like this. Stay plugged into a church family. Stay plugged into books such as This Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. Stay plugged in to things that will boost you and that will create a um, support for you. These things are vital to your success. These things are vital to you finding your purpose in life. These things are what will, again, take you back to why. Why you're here. Why you want to be successful. Whether it's in life, whether it's in business. I pray that you have a great day. I pray that you've been blessed. If you would like more information on anything I've shared today, please don't hesitate to reach out to me on social media.